1: for details. Iowa the number five seed in the Big Ten tournament. The Hawkeyes back in action Thursday afternoon against the winner of the Wisconsin-Ohio State game. Iowa State the number five seed in the Big 12 tournament. The Cyclones play Baylor on Thursday afternoon in Kansas City. Multiple sources are reporting that the Saints are closing in on a deal to sign free agent quarterback Derek Carr. Reportedly a four-year contract that could get done today. I'm Doug Thompson. For the win. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios. Where every Monday, get one of Jethro's world-famous meal deals. Four. This is Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO.
2: Hi, right, Millery Condon. Welcome back. It's hour number two on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller with you until one o'clock. Josh Betts will... I'll put a bow on the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament, one that saw the Drake Bulldogs celebrating in the end, cutting down the nets and punching their ticket to the big dance-off they will go. Any idea where they're going to go? I mean, they can't play here. They're hosting.
0: Um, have you got that far bracket-wise? It's a crapshoot. Yeah, anybody is, that thinks right? they know, they're they don't They're just know. guessing. Yeah, it's just guesswork. That's all that it is. Don't 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 try to buy a plane ticket. Don't try to get hotels. <laughs> right. It, it just it doesn't work. And when you think you have it figured out, What works is the top seeds. That's what we know. And even now, there's not enough local venues for the top four seeds all to be able to play Mm -hmm. close to home. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to get shipped out west, and that's going to happen. It might be a three or four seed. So, yeah, don't try to put your mind in there and try to figure it out. Because until we get the bracket, and even bracketologists, every single year, there's something that they're surprised by. That either seeding is wrong or location is wrong. He screw something up (laughs) seemingly every single year in the bracket, too. Uh, Nick Olsen joins us 24-7 sports, CycloneAlert.com. A
2: huge win for the Clones. Any talk of them falling to that 7-8 game was, I think, out the window. I think more likely a 5-6. After what we saw in Waco, they'll see Baylor again on Thursday, 11.30 in the morning. The game airs down the hall on 100.3 The bus and Nick Olsen joins us. Hello, Nick, Trent, and Ken. Thanks for coming on. How are you, Nick Olsen?
1: You know, I'm doing great, guys. I always look forward to obviously coming on this show, but especially after a weekend like this with Iowa State, I think it's especially fun. Good news both on the court, yeah. basketball, women's basketball, as well as the recruiting front.
2: Yeah, a couple of recruits in football. We'll get to those uh, in, uh, well, at some point during our conversation. Let, let's start uh, with uh, with what we saw in Waco. We saw on an Iowa State team that, man, they, I don't know, it seemed like they were just loose. Is looser a word? Trent, yeah, can they I give me a ruling? Looser, looser. Yes. They were playing. They were playing uh, more loose than we've seen them as of late. Uh, I don't know what it was, Nick, but that whatever was um, bringing the team down, um, just the, uh, the the Caleb Grill situation. They just kind of got that proverbial uh, off their back, and uh, what a difference that that made. They it was good to see smiles on their faces as they left the floor in
1: Waco. It really was, Ken, and and I think it was pretty, I don't know the word, interesting, impressive, rewarding, whatever you really choose. To see if all of the players play and and really everybody that got in actually have a pretty solid impact as well when they were on the floor I think was a really cool thing, certainly something that I maybe didn't expect the, the literal value of it as we saw literally everybody get in, especially on defense. I think there were some good plays made. I felt like the team chemistry was terrific. I think that Iowa State matches up well against Baylor. I'm sure we'll kind of touch on that later with the KC matchup as well. But also, I just think it shows it's similar to last year when these guys are kind of doubted or things really don't seem to be going well. You know, pretty sizable underdogs in that game on the road, senior day, they find things. To happen they play so well together and I think the defense set the tone early but nothing will be taken away more from me than how they answered early in that second half yeah. when Baylor cut it to four points I think I saw you know tweets people on my board everybody was getting worried and they showed up like a veteran team does in March
0: they really did how about the the decision by TJ early in that game everybody's gonna play Everybody's going to get a shot. We're going to see Eli King for the first time, that seems like in four months, out there on the hardwood. Everybody out there, is that more than anything, yeah, all right, get a little run out there, everybody gets a chance, but was that almost a team-building exercise in the in the regular season finale?
1: Well, I think it was a couple things there, Trent. Similarly, I think it was a really good opportunity in kind of that team-building aspect, like you said. I mean, everything, you know, Ken and I talked last week, the, the reports directly from Coach Otzelberger after that first practice uh, heading into this game were really good. They had like a great practice. People did seem pr- pretty loose. I think that's fair to say, like Ken did. But also, I think it's a matter of legitimately figuring out these rotations a little bit and what things are going to look like without Caleb Grill the, the rest of the way for a team that I do still think has a few more wins in them and could potentially— make a run like last year I think a couple tangible things you can really look at are like the play of Demaryon Watson Mm -hmm. he's the guy that Ken and I hit on going into this game and I think that he absolutely showed up in the moment on both ends I think that Robert Jones had a couple really impactful plays and also I didn't mention I I thought that the change in the starting lineup was very interesting intriguing and quite honestly Mm -hmm. I think it paid off in that matchup against Baylor as well.
2: Yeah, Trey King getting a start and Robert Jones getting a start. Both of them uh, usually uh, coming uh, coming off the bench and uh, both inserted into the starting lineup. You know who played his you-know-what off again? Uh, and that's Jaron Holmes, who was just terrific in the basketball game. He's really... Um, the leader, eh, he's the leader of this team, isn't he? And I think he should be. I think he deserves to be. Uh, he's playing uh, a, a terrific game. Uh, he backs up his play uh, and they needed him and they got what uh, they needed from him on in Waco on Saturday.
1: Yeah, I think that the personalities of Jaron Holmes and Gabe Kalsher really kind of go off of each other well. I think that Kalsher has gotten more vocal this year, but Holmes is, is known for being kind of a very vocal leader, bringing people in, kind of leading that way. And along the same lines, Calcher's more of a lead by example. And when you have those guys as the senior guards, senior leaders, and they're backing up their play, like you mentioned, Ken, really on both ends of the floor. I think that Holmes, he's known for his scoring, but he looked really good defensively, especially in the majority of that second half. I think it was just overall a terrific group effort. And it's something that not only... You hope to see, but you almost expect to see it from these veterans as you're getting close to one and done time, guys.
0: What was behind the decision, Robert Jones in the starting lineup for O'Soon?
1: Well, I got the sense basically Baylor is known for, you know, I think it was a couple of things. Baylor's known for their guard play, but they do have some physicality there in the post. I think that Rob Jones is really good at kind of providing that role along with Trey King, who was inserted. But also, I think that we've noted a little bit Oshun has picked up early fouls. I think that was a way to kind of prevent that, as well as just looking at, again, what you have potentially the rest of the way. I'm not expecting that necessarily to be the lineup every game, but I I wouldn't be surprised at all if King or Jones got more opportunities like it. I know Trey King is someone that, that Ken and I have talked about feeling Like, he's got a higher ceiling than we've kind of seen throughout this year. I think it was a smart move by T.J. Atzelberger and the staff, and I expect to see more minutes for both of those guys the rest of the way, regardless of what it would look like there, Trent.
2: Uh, Jazz Kuntz's offense seemed to have uh, gone the other way, and I guess foul troubles probably had... A role in that, but his last four games, he's not even averaging three points a game. And this is a guy that, you know, he came back from his missing missing significant time, including the entire month of January, and had a couple of really good offensive games. Uh, Hasn't been the case lately. Is he doing? Has he been asked to do something else?
1: I don't think so necessarily. I think basically the focus here, and what's so good about Kuhn, is I think that he fits well within the rhythm and rotation of the team. I think that's something that we noted when he first came back, even when he wasn't maybe scoring as much. I think there was a concerted effort, at least from what I saw and kind of I had in my notes, for Saturday to be a real team effort throughout. And, you know, I'm looking at his stats a little bit. Only shot four times, shot 50% from the field. So certainly you'll take those numbers. I think the team knows what they have in jazz, at least in terms of shooting and, I think it's just been an opportunity to kind of look at other guys as we head into this stretch as well. I wouldn't say necessarily being asked to do much differently offensively. I think that there's this focus of him being somewhat of a facilitator and playmaker in that short post, as well as still being a really good rotational defender for the cycle.
0: Got to see a little bit more to Marion Watson again, and he's a guy... I'm just excited about the upside of what he's still going to be. You know, a guy that comes in from Minnesota, didn't have the fanfare of some of the other guys in this recruiting class and certainly future recruiting classes, but you know, kind of what's the game plan? What, what do you look at the future of Watson and what he can turn into for this Iowa State program?
1: Yeah, I like that a lot, Trent. I think that he's shown he can be someone that you can absolutely count on defensively, not only to bring the hustle and the energy, but the technique and really someone you can rely on. And I think one thing I took away from Saturday and something that can be projected is some of his playmaking ability. He had one of the best passes of the day to Rob Jones on one of the best offensive sequences for the Cyclones. I think that his jumper is actually looks pretty decent too. I think that confidence needs to build with Watson, but if that is all the case, I think you're looking at a guy that can provide, you know, 10 points, four or five rebounds, a couple of assists while being kind of that lockdown defender and, Someone you can count on both ways for several years, probably, for
2: Iowa State. Uh, the women, they will face Baylor again, men playing Baylor. The women also playing Baylor. They'll do so on Friday. Uh, that's a night game. Um, Ashley Jones continues to be uh, do what she normally does, right? And that's lead the team in scoring night in and night out. How does that match set? What's the pathway for uh, Bill Fennelly's gals as they try and uh, win their Big 12 tournament?
1: Well, I think they're in a really good spot right now are are finally in the Cyclones where they know exactly what they have in terms of what they can rely on offensively. Obviously it's Jones, but there are several other kind of creators and playmakers along the wing. Basically, I think that anything that they can get right now is just going to improve the seeding and, you know, help in that kind of point of view. But I do still feel like even though there have been a couple tough losses over the course of the last, we'll say three to four weeks and, obviously since the injury to Suarez earlier in the year, I still would take that offense along with many teams in the country. I think that they're very capable of making a little noise this week and then potentially getting to at least that Sweet 16 Elite 8 Kind of look as we get into the official March Madness for the Cyclones there too.
0: And of course football recruiting also a lot going on there fill us in on the latest details I saw my dude Brevin Dahl he was on campus on Saturday and got his official I now got his offer from Iowa State what can you tell us also a couple of commitments this weekend?
1: Yeah it was a big weekend for for Iowa State football I, I knew that you know some of that good news was coming down the pipe that the big name, at least locally, would be Keaton Roska. Uh, Iowa State likes him at tight end. He plays really both ways for Linmar, is a standout, and actually started to pick up and got an offer from Kansas State and some interest from Duke, Purdue, Minnesota. So that's a name that was starting to bud. I, I wrote about it a little bit. I like his versatility a lot, guys, and I think that can be something that you can really rely on in the future. And then Danny Inglis, the linebacker from Ohio, Really smart player, tough, hardworking, fairly versatile, and strong for his size. He's another guy that the staff seems pretty excited about, and that's already three commitments now in the class of 2024.
2: Hmm. Any any more coming, Nick? Are they close? Uh, did they uh, make any headway this weekend that's seemingly headed towards a commitment?
1: Yeah, I would say, if, and I kind of wrote about this and directly quoted this kid, Whit Edwards, who's someone – I'm not sure when the ratings and more offers will come, guys, but I will say I'm very high on this player. 6'6", about, I think, 225, 230 off the edge. Uh, Set on record that Iowa State is leading there for him. Certainly not done there. He's going to take some visits, but I think that Cyclones have put themselves in a spot, especially being the first offer for him earlier. It's going to be tough for any school to really top him. Oklahoma State... Is kind of the hometown school for him coming from Oklahoma. That'll be tough, but they did a great job with Whit Edwards this weekend.
2: When do you get to Kansas City?
1: So I'm supposed to get there probably early, early Wednesday morning. I'll get there. I'll kind of get set up. We've got a practice we'll be able to see, and then maybe watch a little basketball live as we head into the Thursday game. And either way, whether the Cyclones win or lose, I'll be covering some type of basketball game Friday, either in KC or at the Well, where I'm sure Trent will be, too.
2: Absolutely. He absolutely will. So when uh, when is practice on Wednesday? Do you know?
1: Yeah, I believe. Uh, I don't have the exact time in front of me, but I do believe it's early Wednesday afternoon. I, I think gotcha. that was mentioned to me. I don't think we've gotten it officially, but... That's what I'm looking at, yep.
2: All right, Nick Olsen, I'll be in touch. I'm going to uh, impose on you again at some point this week uh, to help us out. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate you coming on. What else do you have at CycloneAlert.com? In addition to the recruiting recap from the weekend and previewing the tournaments, etc. what else you got cooking?
1: Yeah, I would say I had a really exciting, insightful interview with Milan Munchilovich Friday. I'm going to get that out for the VIPs here soon. Just somebody that every time I see him in person, I think Cyclones fans should be excited about what they're getting next year. Good stuff, Nick. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you uh,
2: in a couple of days. Thank you. Look forward to it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Nick Olsen, CycloneAlert.com, 24-7 sports. Off to play Baylor again. So what, is, um, what does that game look like?
0: A uh, Rematch. Tough to beat a team three times. Well, is it? <laughs> if you're better and if the matchup is good for you. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Absolutely, give him a chance. I mean, the way that they played in both these games now against Baylor, what scares you? JTT is not the same guy, right? No, he's he's not. Is he? Is is it going to be all of a sudden you actually get a good performance out of Crier? He wasn't very good. No, no. Flagler was terrific. George was
2: a non-factor. No, and but to, was that his first game back? He was his first game back yeah. after he missed a couple. Um, Thamba was. Defensively, he's he's an impact
0: player, but that's about it. That's all he is, yeah. Yeah. He's kind of a... He's a donut player, right? Mm -hmm. Not a whole lot of... Not a whole lot in the middle there offensively. JTT, what did he play? He played 18 minutes. How much more is Jonathan Chachua going to get? Is is that kind of the high-water mark? He just... He looks so limited out Mm -hmm. there. He almost... I kind of felt bad for him. <laughs> this, it just doesn't look right. But so you, the guy that we saw
2: before the injuries. Different player. Yeah. Different player. Can Iowa State, so if they win, they'll get Kansas because they're on top of the bracket. Right. And that would be in the semifinal and that would be on Friday evening. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's probably a better question for Shelby Mass. Because you have them five, six right now. Where, where do you have them? Would you say is, Yeah. Five is uh, a bracket, uh, bracket matrix in front of you. I can get it up quick, yes. I'd love to know kind of where both Iowa sits after that, uh, after they got beat yesterday by Nebraska. Uh,
0: and this is a um, a collective look at all. How many did you say? 90-something? Uh, 68 are updated as of today. And how many brackets are there? Total number of brackets. Yeah, 68 that have everything updated okay. through yesterday's games. With those 68... 68- Consensus is... Iowa State is the top number six seed. Okay, so right on the fringes mm. between the five and the six, Iowa is the last number seven seed. Boy, that Indiana win mm. going a long way. Quad three loss now to Nebraska. Quad four loss, but their resume over the weekend improved a little bit. Some of those ones that had dripped down to a quad one had dropped. Well, did up. Iowa State help them? They stayed up there. Stayed okay, yeah. and they weren't in danger of falling out of okay. the top thirty in the net, but uh yeah, the weekend helped Iowa a little bit and kind of overall with their resume in terms of quad one and quad two victories and a few things broke their way. Well everything was breaking their way until they had to actually get back out there on the hardwood again. Wouldn't that just be something that this
2: is the year that they do get out of the first weekend and uh and McCaffrey's crew beats uh beats a two, beats, beats a UCLA. one
0: that's who that's who they'd be in this And they
2: had a significant injury at UCLA. They this did, weekend. yeah,
0: their best defender. Yeah. And they go out there, and they beat UCLA. Wouldn't I mean, that just be the yes, guys, right? That's where nobody sports. Nobody gives them a shot. They're an 11 half point underdog. Precisely. And they go out there and they hit 16 threes. And he checks that box, can't make it out of the first weekend of the tournament, and, and does then so by cruising to Vegas. And I'm going to join you.
2: <laughs> well, get a flight now. while you can. And get a room now while you can, because that's even trickier. I'm My staying God. with you. <laughs> That'll go over well, Sydney <laughs> Trent. <laughs> um. Miller and Condon, back with uh, Josh Betts. A little bit more on the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. Boy, Bradley, did you see this building yesterday afternoon? Mm-hmm. The Bra- no, Not the Drake fans didn't show up, but boy, they seem to be outnumbered by those Bradley fans. In the end, didn't matter. Drake cuts down the nets and does it in runaway fashion. We'll talk about that when we come back. Miller and Condon, Trent's Plays of the Day, uh, still to come, as well as Des Moines Sports Station, 106.9. <sighs>
0: if you own a house, you've got a huge assets and everyone's looking at it. With Wall Street investors buying up homes in Des Moines and renting them out like never before, you have to wonder, what do they see in your big asset that you don't? The truth is, if you sell your home instead of renting it, you can kiss your asset goodbye. Especially with today's higher interest rates, the best way to save your asset is to rent it out instead. Does renting make your asset look big? Yes, it does. Especially when you hire the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse. DIYing your property management is a total pain in your asset. But with Renters Warehouse, you never have to find tenants, collect rent, or handle pesky maintenance calls again. Don't lose your asset and stop busting your asset trying to manage it yourself. Go to RentersWarehouse.com to book your free home rental price analysis today or call 515-528-4429. Renters Warehouse, you can't buy happiness. Isn't that great?
3: build your business at Sinorama of Urbandale they offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing and advertising they have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs build your brand and create your image look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed Sinorama of Urbandale the way to grow your business check out the new location at 10301 Dennis in Urbandale and online at Sinorama.com
0: slash IA do you remember the last walk-off homer to win the world series it's been a while but the answer is 1993 do you know when wolf roofing started roofing houses That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf Roof Shop Austeds.
3: When you bet the college hoops action in March, you want to bet where the pros bet with Circus Sports. Get all the benefits of the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips with the Circus Sports app. Experience high limits, low holds, tight money line splits, and the best customer service. Download your new bookie today and bet like a pro from anywhere in Iowa. Don't miss any of the March action. Visit CircusSports.com for details.
2: Must be 21 and present in the state of Iowa to place wagers. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call Des Moines.
1: Now back to Middle and Condit.
2: On 106.3 KXNL, here's Ken and Trent. We're in Welcome back to Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNL. A couple of notes. Iowa up to number two. The women uh, in the uh, AP poll that uh, came out this morning behind the unanimous. South Carolina that got all 28 first place
0: votes, no shock. and Derek Carr is a New Orleans saint. That's official.: That's official. I saw all the buzz this morning, 40-year deal. It looks like it was 100 trending. million guaranteed. All right, fine. Need a quarterback, right? They do, and the division's wide open. Yes, it it's is wide open. Um, but you got your money on those Carolina. Yeah, I was kind of hoping they got a quarterback
2: to be on. <laughs> Come on, Aaron Rodgers, get to be a Panther at seventy to one. Give me a little cheap thrill. Are there many witches in Charlotte? Oh, you know what, Trent? The wit- mm-hmm. yeah, That's a great point. Wonder who leads the country of the thirty-two football cities. Well, thirty-one. Green Bay. I don't mm-hmm. see he's going back. To- no. Uh, anyways, let's get Josh Betts in here. spent the weekend in St. Louis uh, as the Drake Bulldogs cut down the nets and are headed to the big dance. Hello, Josh Trenton. Ken, thank you for coming on. Boy, the Bradley fans, they certainly made their way to St. Louis. Uh, Drake was well represented, don't get me wrong, but the Reds stuck out in the building yesterday afternoon.
4: Oh, absolutely. And, uh, again, I appreciate the opportunity to, to join you guys again this afternoon. I actually watched a portion of the game back last night uh after returning from St. Louis just because I've uh, sitting courtside obviously knew how loud the Bradley fans were in the arena but but wanted to see how that came through on the CBS broadcast yesterday and the and the Bradley crowd noise certainly translated well uh on the TV broadcast from yesterday but a game where Guys, as you know, uh, I'm I'm assuming you probably watched it, I would imagine, but a, a sizable Bradley crowd that really didn't have a whole lot to cheer about. No, they didn't. Uh,
0: <laughs> it was just a dominating effort yeah, and it was. a dominating tournament from Drake. Yeah. There really wasn't a sweat-inducing tournament. It was, I talked to a couple of Drake people that were down there, said it was just a great weekend, they did nothing to worry about, nothing that came down the stretch. Maybe one of the most dominant performances, games one through three that we've seen down there. Josh, I know you've been following uh, the MVC for a very long time. Can you remember anything like this where there just really wasn't a second half moment where a team just mowed their way through the tournament? Anything jump to mind?
4: You know, and I was—that's a great question, Trent. I was thinking on the way back last night. This weekend, I—I I believe was my either sixth or seventh straight. Um, Arch Madness covering it, and just you know, without going back and looking at the record book, uh, the answer to your question is no. Um, as far as, as far as uh, as far as this decisive, of a three-game run from a team, um, and, and three decisive victories as Drake had. there's
2: not one that jumps to mind. No, it's just uh, just dominant. I think the biggest scare might have been Enright getting hurt on Friday Mm -hmm. and and not knowing his availability for for Saturday and into Sunday, but he answered the bell uh, both days. But, Josh, when it happened on Friday, boy, it was a scary moment when he kind of wobbled as he was being uh, helped up. Uh, Seemed to be, and his bell rung seemingly, um, but was able to get right back on the floor.
4: Yeah, and no, and, and what you mentioned there, Ken, as far as what you observed um on the broadcast, I, I think I think it's fair to say those sitting around me, um, you know, Des Moines media, Iowa media and otherwise, um the collective reaction seemed to be that it didn't look very good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to your point, as you said, um was able to uh, answer the bell um Saturday and Sunday then. Um, for Drake, um, two points for Enright, uh, Saturday against Murray State, or Friday against Missouri State, excuse me, um, in that game. And then, uh, let's see, and then in the four points yesterday in the championship game against Bradley. But, but as you said, um, scary moment on Friday, but certainly glad. Um, but it was good to see that he was able to, um, be in the lineup uh, Saturday, Sunday as well.
2: So you're in the uh, the the post game press conferences, and I'm sure that they're glowing from ear to ear and having uh, having a blast up there. Um, was there one in particular that because uh, these guys have been there? I mean, this is the third straight time that they played for this thing, had uh, been unable to, uh, you know, ultimately cut down the nets. This time they were. They're going back to the dance. The collective relief amongst the guys that have been doing that was there. Was there one player that seemingly was just more jubilant than? The others, or are they all on cloud nine.
4: Um, you know, I, I don't know that I could pick one out more than the others um, with regard to that, Ken. I think, you know, just, you know, certainly, certainly excitement and joy. I think from from the um, uh, all all five Drake starters uh, went to the podium yesterday um, after the championship game. You know, and I, I think it's twofold. Obviously, the you know, the excitement of getting to the championship game and being able to cut down the nets and, and finish the job on Sunday. But I think also what I sensed, this is a Drake team that was that that I think really wanted this matchup yesterday and was ready if that matchup came mm-hmm. after what happened last Sunday or week ago yesterday mm-hmm. in Peoria to decide the regular season. And and we saw of course from the jump that Clearly, Drake was ready yesterday.
2: No, up 20 at the break. I mean, essentially was over uh, at that point. Josh Betts, great job. Thank you for doing this both uh, last week uh, and recapping it for us uh, here uh, this morning. Appreciate it, as always. Thank you, Josh Betts.
4: Yep, yep, uh, yep. Thank thank you, gentlemen. Um, Always good to join you, and always great to join you to uh, talk Arch Madness.
2: Thank you. Yep, thank you. Uh, Josh Betts, as we take a look back at uh, Arch Madness, the rubber match goes to the Bulldogs.
0: Uh, there was no drama no. whatsoever. No. None whatsoever. Well, and as the Iowa game's going on at the same time, like, oh, uh, can roll your eyes. You gotta <laughs> yeah. go back I'm, Didn't have to. Every I've, time you flip <laughs> over there, another shot's falling. Tucker's doing his thing. It was domination mm-hmm. from the get-go. And mm-hmm. watching that tournament, I was incredibly surprised that Bradley was a slight favorite. Just watching those two teams the first two days. They went off as the favorite yesterday? Yes. Day? I didn't realize that. You and I easily could have won that game. Uh-huh. Yes, had them. Indiana State, mm-hmm. both days easily could have won right, that game. Right, and Drake's just cruising through. Mm-hmm. And yes, I understand a week ago how it went, but just looking at the way the teams were built, yeah. Yes, do you think the time factored into it? That the quicker you know, three hours or
2: whatever. Ah, I don't know. I, I don't buy that. Does three hours make that big of a difference to the body? I mean, I, who knows? I just looking at the way the teams were playing. They, weren't, they were nowhere close. It was just. It just was very
0: apparent. Were were people hedging? Maybe that bet Drake to win the tournament could have been. But I don't even think that was in there. I got one uh, ticket alive in the Sun Belt, so I had Drake plus one fifty for our TV show. Mm-hmm. I got South Alabama, who's making a run at ten to one. Jeez, and they are like a one and a half point underdog. So basically, if I play money line on Louisiana Lafayette tonight, I got to lay minus one twenty five. I got to do it right. Now, yes. Again, it's it's ten bucks to win hundred, but still, I got to put twenty five down probably on the money line. May as well take a profit, right, and guarantee myself a profit. But another big weekend. I'm, I'm still seeing it well, and you're leaving. You're, you're leaving your listeners. Oh, I know your
2: followers that rely on you to help them build up their bank accounts. Well, I've done pretty Madness. well for them
0: in the past four months. Yeah, I but mean, you know geez.
2: what? The, 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 you got an well,
0: entire weekend of conference tournaments, and the app doesn't work in Florida. Oh, but a proxy does, right? Just need to get somebody. Well, you've got a lot of time on your hands. I How do, about tr- that? I do. I know what you do over the course of the weekend, and there's not a whole lot outside of being in front of your television. There won't be
2: anything. I spent last night trying to figure out how am I going to get out of coming to work on Thursday. (laughs) Because I want to watch Iowa State start to finish and right into the Hawks. Um, But I think you hit the nail on the head. I think we will probably do something early in the show on Mm -hmm. Iowa State. Yep. Uh, Their fan base will be over listening to, and they should be, to Eric and John set the
0: scene. But if not, we'll We'll have you covered, and then we'll do a pregame show of our own right. Yeah. Leading right into the Hawkeyes against. Who are they going to get, Buckeyes or Badgers?
2: Who do you want? You wanted to see the Buckeyes, don't you?
0: No, I want to see Bucky. That because crappy team. You don't team. think they can beat you no. three times? That team stinks. Yeah. Have a, four of their losses. Four it's of their remarkable. losses to those two teams.
2: Four of the losses for I were teams that are playing on the opening night of the Big Ten tournament. Think about that. Well, five.
0: Who else? Nebraska, two. Wisconsin, two. Ohio State, one. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you were okay. yeah. good. Yes, true. So, true. five overall, yeah. four. Mm-hmm. They went one and five, <laughs> uh, but they did get the win. One win against Minnesota this year? Just played them just, once. Just played them once, yeah. So they Super were, Bowl Sunday. They were two and five against mm-hmm. teams playing in the opening round of the tournament. Take those away. Yeah. Well, take a lot away. This team should be second, but... They made their own bet. And for last night, and I saw on Twitter and message boards everybody hoping for Rutgers, I said, no, no, you got what you deserve here. You do not deserve a double buy after crapping the bet against this Nebraska team at home on Senior Day. You don't deserve a double bye after that. No, and and
2: Northwestern had a, a school record to play for. Mm-hmm. the Most wins in school history, regular season. They had that to play for. Of course, if they lost, they would drop down to the nine. That's something else they had to play for uh, as well, but they'll get to the do. So Purdue, Michigan State, Northwestern, and Indiana all off until Friday. Hawks 130. Uh, or thereabouts in the afternoon on Thursday against to-be-determined Buckeyes-Badgers. Trent's plays of the day coming up. By the way, uh, we have... Uh, Murph and Andy have Rob Sand at right off the top of the oh, show. Nice. So the auditor who is going to... Uh, vote against signing off on the state's uh, portion of the, uh, I think, was it $2 million whatever, unless Gary Barda is removed from the athletic uh, department as uh, asked to step down. Um, he will join Keith and Andy right off the bat here at 1 o'clock. We'll come back. Trent's Plays of the Day. It's Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. Bets
0: off. Do you remember the last walk-off Homer to win the World Series? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866.
3: Or online Wolf Ball this spring. When you bet the college hoops action in March, you want to bet where the pros bet with Circus Sports. Get all the benefits of the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips with the Circus Sports app. Experience high limits, low holds, tight money line splits, and the best customer service. Download your new bookie today and bet like a pro from anywhere in Iowa. Don't miss any, any of the March action. action. Visit CircusSports.com for details. Must be 21 and present in the state of Iowa
2: to place wagers. If you or someone you know needs gambling treatment, call 1-800-BETS-OFF.
1: Trent's pick of the day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him.
2: All right, Miller and Condon, 10 minutes before one, again, Rob Sand joins Murph and Andy uh, right at the beginning of their show. So 10 minutes away uh, from that. So if Rob Sand is successful and gets another vote mm-hmm. and Gary Barda loses his gig, will Brian Reference
0: report to Rob Sand? <laughs> Well, he's kind of making him his daddy, isn't he, over there, man? This is a good thing, right? right? I think so. I, I mean, mean, he's cost the university tens of mil Not tens, but tr- what is the. Going tab? on. It's over. T- it's north yeah. of 10 million. That's a problem. Mm hmm. Yep. A long time problem. Yep. And he can point to the success. Mm hmm. Which there's been a lot. But there has. Off, been. But
2: off off the field, mm-hmm. uh, away from the, uh, I mean, the cutting sports
0: as he did and. Um, the 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 settlements that's no, not good, and it's been very easy to point to the successes and mm-hmm. everything's fine, and then you point to, hey, it's a self sustaining athletic department, it's not your money. Well, with this, it is your money. Mm-hmm. And how many times have we had to when remind it comes people to salaries?
2: Yeah, all the time.
0: You're not paying Kirk Ferris the salary, right. but you're paying the you're paying this fine. You're paying the paying two million the settlement rather, and and that's why this becomes a different mm-hmm. type of conversation. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested. I'll be listening on this one and uh, getting a little deeper. Well, he interest. needs
2: he needs another vote to go with him, uh-huh. right? And I don't know. I have no idea who the other two people that will be participating in this three man or three person.
0: I don't even know if it's three men. Right. Well, it matters. You know how much is this. More of a political thing? I think there's probably, oh. sadly, a lot of that to it. Yeah. Which is, again,
2: uh, a better strength. Well, they, right. I mean, some guys in the States trying to get the the blackout rules in Major League. I mean, more power to you, right? Yeah. It, yes. I mean, I hope it works. It's not going. To, but you got your name in the paper.
0: Mission accomplished. And there's plenty of those well, out that's there That's
2: all the well. time. It just yes. drives me nuts. All right, what are you playing tonight?
0: Uh, not a heavy slate. So, well, A, there's limited games. So, I was uh, perusing Circa. They do have the Big 12 tournament odds up. What would it take for you to put a C note down, hundred bucks down to your hard-earned money on Iowa State to win this thing? What kind of odds would you need? Well, I'm not going to do it. But I know you're not. Um, I don't know, hundred to one. Oh, hundred hundred—that's what it would take. Okay. <laughs> yeah. well. I
2: mean, I don't think I'm not. They don't have a chance. They're they telling Kansas in game. See, that's way too short of a price.
0: Texas or Kansas gives me your betting overwhelming favorite. favorite, right? They are plus two sixty. They're plus money. Kansas's. Kansas. Okay. Texas is the second choice of plus 310. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see who else we got in here. TCU's uh, plus 750, plus 650 for Kansas State. Iowa State, as mentioned, 10 to 1. Baylor is 5 to 1 in this scenario. West is 15 to 1. Yeah, not enough. Yeah, if it was twenty-five to one. Maybe. Trent Kansas is. Well,
2: I'm. I'm surprised they're plus money. I'm anxious to see what that number is tomorrow.
0: Well, I got all that money that I won on Kansas to win the regular season title. So maybe just maybe wheel we'll, it back, baby. Double down on. The, nah. Wheel it back. I was thinking to bet on Iowa State. I would need certainly twenty to one or better. Ten to one. You always give me crap about my
2: futures when I'm betting teams that you don't think I have a chance. I Make mean, Carolina Panthers seventy to one. <laughs>
0: I was staying. How much success have they had oh, in this? T- oh, Hilton South. By the way, how about Carver North? I hadn't heard that one before. Yes. But you know what? The fan base traveled. They, they said on Friday night it was like six, 7,000 Hawkeye and there fans. Was, were there were over 9,000 people in the building yesterday. And I talked to, I had my aunt and uncle went up there. I had cousins that were up there. My buddy that I talk about, Rusted, my single buddy mm-hmm. up there that lives up there, he went to all three games, said it was amazing. The turnout that they had, just absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah, I got some bets to hand out, don't I? Three bets today. One of them I know is Montana. Let me pull it up here. And we got Northern Kentucky. They take on Youngstown in the Horizon Conference Tournament. Grab the three and a half with Northern Kentucky. Montana's laying three and a half tonight in the big sky. And we got New Orleans tonight down south plus five and a half against Southeast Louisiana. There you
2: go. All right, Rob Sandin, well, right off the top of Murph and Andy's show, which is right around the corner, KX and no drive. Sean and Heather take you home. Have a great day. Miller and Condon, 11 to 1, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX and oh.